Hello, heroes, and welcome to the first episode of Campaign Flashback, Episode 4, Scars on Socorro, A Trist Valentine Adventure. I'm your host, and typically your game master, Cat Cool. Not this week, though. We try to maintain a healthy lead on campaign episodes, so barring issues with audio or inability to edit, we can get content to you each week. However, Gen Con prep and execution depleted that lead. We had a narrow window in which to record episodes 39 and 40, and unfortunately, I was hit with an emergency the morning of our scheduled meet. With a potential two-week gap on our hands, the boys stepped up and recorded an episode GM'd by the amazing James D'Amato. In the future, we'll be looking to produce a backlog of flashback episodes more in line with the original flashback. That episode series was planned and discussed. This one is more improvisational. I'm excited to listen along with you and see what the boys turned out. My money's on shopping and ghost adventures. Thank you to James, Johnny, and John for whatever delightful insanity we're about to listen to. Next, let me tell you about Know Your Company. Got 25 to 75 people in your company? Check out knowyourcompany.com, software that helps companies like Airbnb know their company better. Next, Friday, August 14th, James and I are going to be interviewed live at Stage 773 as part of Geek Show at 10 p.m. And there are still tickets available in case you want to hit that up. Also, October 16th to 19th will be at ValorCon in downtown Chicago. November 5th through 8th will be at Metatopia in Morristown, New Jersey. And November 13th to 15th will be at Acaticon in Oxford, Ohio, just south of Cincinnati. Now, let's thank our backers. Christopher Elderkin. I know I've spoken to Christopher before. Whoa, Elderkin? Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Martin Tiernan. Thank you. Thanks, Martin. Eugene McCarran. That's my Uncle Gene. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Gene. Thanks, Uncle Gene. J. Kyle Fagan. Thank Thanks, you. Kyle. Or Jay. Jake. Or Fagan. Whichever you prefer to go by. <laughs> Mr. or Ms. Fagan. Thank you so much. Hanu. Ka- Hanu Kotlinen? Kotelanen. Kotelanen. Hanu Kotelanen. Thank you so much. Chris. Ostvang, I think that's how. I think that would be Chris Ostvang. I do not know how to say the O with a line through it, but I think it would be Ost. Yeah, I think that would make it a long. Chris Ostvang, thank you so much. And Christopher Wu, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Brendan Rooney, thanks, man. Thanks, Brendan. Jacob Treeway. No, that's true, Tree. honey. Jacob True. Jacob True. Yeah, <laughs> not Treeway. <laughs> Jacob True. Thanks, man. I just made you into an elf, buddy. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Sam Seidal. Sam Seidal. Thank you so much. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) You can do the next one. David Sinclair. There we go. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I got it right. Thanks, David. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Anamnesis! Eighteen years before the Battle of Yavin, days after the annexation of Tatooine by Imperial forces, smuggler Tristan Valentine, bounty hunter Lenik Gilo, Dark Force Witch Grizel Jorun, the clone soldier Bacta, and Astromech R2D20 have managed to slip past Imperial blockades. However, Their respite is a short one as Imperial Reach spreads ever further into the Outer Rim. Their new ship was flagged and impounded by Imperial patrols. In light of this tragedy, our heroes have decided to part ways. 
Grizel following a faint presence in the force, and the boys heading towards the lawless smuggler's haven, Socorro. We join our crew aboard a transport just outside of Socorro's orbit. Let's start off by rolling Force and Destiny, which is not what it's called. (laughs) For those listening at home, that's not what it's called. That's not what it's called. I got a dark side. I got a dark side. And I got one dark side. (laughs) All right. Great. I suppose that's appropriate. Yeah. Don't try and help, Johnny. Uh... (laughs) This takes place right after the original episodes that we played in the D20 Star Wars system. You guys have just escaped. Actually, all of us have just escaped Tatooine. And we are making our way to safer spaces that have not come under Imperial control yet. We dropped off Grizel Jerun and young Tamlin on a planet called Locke. Uh, we passed through a planet called Locke, L-O-K. On our way to the world that we're headed to now, which is Socorro. We are hitchhiking on a spaceship. This is like somebody that we basically paid to transport us uh, to this new planet with the last of our collective credits. So I'm going around the horn. I want you guys to give me a detail about either the spaceship or the person taking us to the new planet, please. Uh, the person taking us to the new planet, his species is the the same species as the little alien dude that sings Jedi Rocks in Return of the Jedi, the, the new, new edition. Why would I know that? Okay. He's, he's like a little bug guy, a hairy bug guy. Why, 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 why so obscure? Just say transdotion. <laughs> just say, just say he's a transdotion. Oh, okay. It's one of those weird lip aliens. No, no, no. Not the lip, not size noodles. Not size noodles. No, okay. there's a guy alien that sings this guy, this guy. Okay. Let me see. Oh, boy. What? We don't know what race he is, though? He's whatever that thing is. We don't know what that's called? Why would that be called anything? I mean, because I don't Star know. I mean, it's and... got to be the, 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 the way that Star Wars works is, is I've been on Wikipedia. Something. Everything's called something. Everything has a rich backstory that makes no sense. Everybody that we've seen is important. M- most characters are just like young, handsome George Lucases. Okay. So we know that. Do you have another detail about him, JPC? Uh, not about him, but I do have a detail about the ship that we're traveling Great. on. The planet that we're going to, Sukuro, is a like a desert planet, basically. And we are being transported in a ship that is taking livestock. So what is the Star Wars equivalent of, like, goats? I think Nerf. Nerf? Right? Yeah. I mean, and, like... Bantha, I know, are the beasts of burden that were on Tatooine. So, like, that's. I don't an think it's a too. beast of burden, though, because it's. Because do you, you don't eat Bantha, do you? I think you do. Do you really? Yeah. I think you eat whatever you have the opportunity to eat. In, yeah. So, uh, I, what I. Maybe it's, it's Bantha. Maybe it's Nerf. I don't know. We are being transported, um, especially to avoid, like, uh, uh, coming up on radars and things in the same, like, cargo hold that's basically holding a bunch of Nerf or Bantha. Found out the name of the species. It's Yuzum. Y-U-Z-Z-U-M. Okay. He's a Yuzum? Yeah, he's a Yuzum. Yeah, great. So, where are you boys from? Around. Around, huh? Yeah, we get a lot of, a lot of that type going to Socorro. <laughs> yeah, I imagine you do. Yeah, uh, you know, if we could just have a little bit of time to ourselves, you know, we're contemplating, thinking about getting a new job. 
Yeah, that's that's basically what we're thinking of doing. <laughs> I remember being young like you kids. Ah, believe me, before you know it, you'll be transporting fugitives and animals. Hey, nobody said that we were fugitives. Yeah, we're not we're not fugitives, okay? We're just trying to keep a low profile. We wouldn't be caught dead transporting animals anywhere. Now, what's that supposed to mean? I just mean I don't really care for animals, and I, I just probably wouldn't. You know, Lena keep one on a ship. Lena keeps like letting us into his ship out of the kindness of his heart. Like I'm just saying, for me, I'm not going to be towing an animal around the galaxy. That's insane. It's a perfectly fine profession. Okay, I mean, to to each his own. I'm just saying, it's probably not something we'll do. Fine, fine. Well, sort of felt like I had a connection to you guys, and that we'd grown close over these past couple days. But I guess, no, I guess I was not, totally off base with that's that. That's not what I was saying. I was just saying. I was just opening up and telling you a little bit about myself, and I, I don't care for animals, and I... Also, I, I think that was totally off base, thinking that you had a connection with us. I mean, <laughs> we paid you to give us a lift to Sukuro, I and mean, do you really do this with everyone that you give a lift to? It's lonely out here. You gotta... We actually have a lot of work to do, so, um, and I'm sure that, you know, the ship's not gonna fly itself to Sukuro, probably so... Probably will. Probably will. Hey! It's probably gotten... Off. Hey! So anyway, it'd probably be best yeah, if we... Uh, yeah, like I was saying, let's just a little bit of peace and quiet. That would be nice for us to think about what our next move is. Uh, all right. Well, I'll be in the mess. Dinner's at 7. I'll see you at 6.45. I'll be he, there at 7.15. He puts a hand on your shoulder and uh, he walks out of the room and the door slowly, sadly... <laughs> okay. What is the plan? Like, I know, I don't know you guys, but I know you can handle yourselves, and I don't have a lot of options. I don't know if you have any options. Well, it's obvious that we're on the radar now, and if we're going to be on the run, we're going to have to use something to get away. We can find a ship on Sukuro. I think that's our best option. What is this place? I've never been to Sukuro. It certainly wasn't involved in the Clone Wars. It's nothing. Planet. Sucro's nothing. It's a desert. It's basically a smuggler haven. It's like Tatooine, but worse. It's nothing like Tatooine. This is the Wild West. This is chaos. That's what I just said. Oh, really? That was my impression of Tatooine. It's like Tatooine, but worse. Yeah. Okay, I'm from Tatooine. Okay. I grew up on Tatooine. I said Tatooine is better this than this is planet. No, this is no Tatooine. Yes, it's worse. Okay, well, I, you know, then you could. It's just as easy as saying this is like, uh, uh, you know, the capital, but worse. It's of course it's worse. Okay, this is the worst place on on the in the galaxy. Okay, so what are we arguing about? So you're not wrong. You're just being intentionally vague. I'm not. I'm not being vague at all. On the spectrum of planets, Tatooine falls higher than this one. If the higher you are, the better you are. That's true. Okay. Okay. But we can get a ship here. Let's let's calm down. We can get anything here. Okay. Chances are best that what we get here is killed. killed? Well, I'm killed? not locking that scenario. Oh, we get. We. I thought you meant we would be purchasing dead things. Now I understand. You can literally purchase anything that you want on Sukuro. The problem is, none of us have any money. Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely lot on credits. I basically spent the last of what I have to get us here. Well, lucky for you guys, you're traveling with a first-class thief. 
I thought you were a bounty hunter. Are you I, talking about yourself? Yeah. Look, they don't use the expression sticky fingers for people that don't have suction cups on their fingers. Is that where that comes from? I think it is. Suction cups don't imply stickiness. Are those sticky? Well, well I, I mean, they help you cling to things. I, I don't know. I kind of like that as an origin of that expression. What's your plan? You want to steal a ship? Sure. Okay. That's... I'm gonna, I mean, Before we get there, I want to lay down some ground rules. There is no empire on Sukuro. There is no huts on Sukuro. Sukuro is every man for himself. Can I ask you a favor? Can you pronounce the planet name the same way every time you say it? Because it's really confusing me. Sukuro. <laughs> I'm saying it the same way. No, that was different. When we get to Sakaro, I need everyone to be on their best behavior. These are dangerous people, okay? The only way that this planet functions is when everybody follows the rules. Okay. I'm not a smuggler, but I was in the military. Is that, like, I feel like I can follow rules if I know what they are. I mean, it's pretty much human common sense rules is what rules on the planet. You steal, you get caught, you're as good as dead. You steal, you don't get caught, it's awesome. That's stealing in a nutshell. (laughs) Although here, the penalty is not, you know, a slap on the wrist in an imperial uh, holding cell. There's supposed to be a lot of bounty hunters on this planet too, right? Absolutely. Okay. There are a couple ways that I can see us going about this. If we're going to a planet full of smugglers, we could try and find a bounty, take it in ourselves, use the cash to purchase a new ship. Sure. Or... Or... We steal a ship. Yes, we could steal a ship. I think, you know, we have no money... The other, the other alternative is looking for other sort of work that's not bounty hunting work. Can I show you something? Sure. Yeah. I stretch my hand out and just stick my suction cup <laughs> to a basketball, and then I pick it up. But I'm not like holding it. It's just yeah, up it's by just the... the suction cups. Well, if we're gonna find a basketball-sized <laughs> ship, I feel like this could maybe work. Yeah, we would definitely not fit in a basketball-sized ship. I'm not though. saying we should. Also, take a... what is basketball? <laughs> Basketball. No, what was the ball? What was that? Uh, oh, blast ball. There's so blast many, ball. There's so many balls. You pick up a blast ball. Space Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, I'm a great Space Jam player. But that's, I mean, that's why I have the space ball with me. There's another option. I know the wrong sort of people on Sukuro. Okay, we'll stay away from them. We could cash in a favor or trade a favor to be named later. Cashing in a favor is a good way to find work. If that's what we want to do, I think we could do that. I know people that could maybe get us a job, but the way that favors work to these people is it's a never an even trade. If we do that, we end up in someone's pocket. Uh, I'll miss things being simple. You'd get pissed down orders, and you knew what to expect at the end of the week. I don't know what your life was, but things have never been simple. Uh, I've got a question. If we do one of these favors, and we're in someone's pocket, I'm okay with that because I'm okay with not repaying them. I mean, if we're already on the run from the Empire, what's... If you're on the run from too many people, eventually you've got nowhere else to go. He's not wrong. It's only two people, the Empire and this guy. Yeah, but, like, 
you know, let's say this girl hires a bounty hunter to come after us. And also, you're a bounty hunter. I mean, yeah, I you know, know exactly reputation, what this is like. Reputation's everything in this line of work. Well, I don't think I'm going to really be a bounty hunter for much longer, do you guys? I mean, um, so we being chased by the Empire's well, not, not a, a requisite for not being a bounty hunter. Not a registered bounty hunter. And besides, you got like, caught up in a firefight. The, the Empire has like such a short memory for that sort of thing. You only need some minister to need you for an important job, take that up, and your records walk clean. It's not like you stole, you know, really important military secrets. Well, you know what? I guess five years from now, we'll all regroup and see who's a bounty hunter and who isn't. <laughs> okay. Five years from now. Yeah. Trust me. As we soon as we live that walk. As soon as I find a way out of this, I'm going back to Tatooine. I've got some scores to settle. Look, what's important now is that we can meet with an old f acquaintance of mine on Sukuro, see if there's any work that can be done, and possibly trade favors. That's how everything works. It's all barter down there. Maybe, maybe, we can find a way to get another ride to, you know, farther out into the galaxy, or... Uh, I mean, if somewhere this, we can lie low. The, if this place is supposed to be somewhere where we can get a new ship, we should get a ship here. Like I said, you can get anything on Sukuro, but you're more likely to get killed. It does a wipe transition to the transport ship pulling down into this large city in the middle of the desert. There's a big dust storm that is going across the landscape, and sticking up out of it is this sort of mishmash hodgepodge city. Uh, more so than your most Eisley Cantina, this looks like Tortuga in Star Wars. This is the place that smugglers built. There are a lot of towers that don't have matching architecture. There are ships that have been derelict and just built over as buildings themselves. Have you ever heard of, in the real world, Kowloon Walled City in China? No. That's that's what this is, I think. Okay. It's like it's a like square mile plot of land that existed in China that was completely lawless oh, and they yeah. just kept like building up because they couldn't build out and like if you were on the ground, you couldn't see the sun because buildings just leaned in towards each other and pipes and electrical wires like ran <laughs> just everywhere and you people just had to carry umbrellas around from dripping it's, stuff it's yeah. nuts so yeah that, like this is that <clears throat> built in the star wars universe there are these huge towers coming out of it but it's not the impressive towers of coruscant this is very thrown together the transport pulls into spaceport and uh you get to see this in all of its rabulous glory jpc since we're meeting one of your contacts do you want to describe where are we meeting this person? Is it a cantina? Is it their home? Is it their place of business? I'm trying to figure out what kind of near human race I want this person to be. Uh, this uh, I look I looked this up on Wikipedia. This place is 90% human. It's 90% human. Yeah. There's a bunch of like these like because like human in Star Wars has like human and then there's like biological classifications of hum. They're humans, but they're like, hold on, I just saw one. I think Quinlan Voss is not human. Yeah, like Nish. Like, you can be Nish, and they're just, like, humans from Nishir, and they look like humans. Was Qui-Gon human? Yeah. Someone, 
Like, there's like a bunch of like, if I'm on Wikipedia right now looking at n- near human races, like Galatian, they look like humans, but they're blue. Like, <laughs> from glaciers. Uh, yeah, he can no, just I believe be human. those are called bloomins. Uh, he's a bloomin, uh, onion human. Um, Calzarian. The, from the bloomin group. Uh, the Calzarians were near humans from the planet Calzaron with gray leather-like skin, black teeth, and yellow eyes. Whoa. Yeah, that's great. That's a dude who would be here. Okay, so, we're um, we're meeting a guy I did a job for uh, a while back. He's, well, he's a complete psychopath, but he does a lot of work, and I've done a good job for him in the past, so there may be a chance that I'm still in his good graces. He owns a, a shipping distribution warehouse that's the legitimate front for his business. Pretty bad news smuggler, this guy, but like I said, it could be a shot for us. He's a Calzerian by the name of Tanner Langley. Uh, have you guys ever met a Calzerian? Um, no, but I love their rolled up pizzas. Don't know what that means. Calzone. Yeah, it's Great. like a, Don't know what it's that like means. a pizza, but all the stuff is on the inside. Oh, stuffed crust pizza. No, 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 no. no, no, no. No, so it's not stuffed crust because it's like presented like a half pizza, but it's still got all the ingredients of a whole pizza. So it's half the pizza. No. No, it's, it's the same the- amount of pizza. So it's a pizza. It's sort of a pizza. Okay, take a pizza. You've got got a it. Pizza. Yeah, in my mind. Fold it in half. Fold in half. Okay. And then seal the edges. So it's a half circle. Oh, a ruined pizza. You've ruined a pizza. <laughs> not quite. It's its own sort of cuisine. Well, if you throw a pizza on the floor, it's floor pizza. Well, that's not its own cuisine. That's still a ruined pizza. Nobody's doing that, though. Some people are doing well, that. But you do it intentionally this way, and you bake it that way. This isn't an accident? You're really doing this to pizza? Yes. You've well, never... it's not two pizza. You're making a calzone. This sounds disgusting. Do you like pizza? I love pizza. It's all the same ingredient. It's the Literally same. Literally the same exact ingredient. Have you ever had a pizza that you folded as you ate it? What? No, I'm not from New York. I'm from Tatooine. Also, it doesn't matter that it's all the same ingredients. It's the format that I like about pizza. Really? Yeah. So you could just eat anything as long as it was presented in a disc. It's all the same uh, ingredients. I mean, all food, if we're going to break it down to its baser molecules, we're all just eating carbon so that our carbon can keep being carbon. D20, the sooner we get away from these people, the better. Okay. Is what he would say. <laughs> His speech we'll modulator wasn't busted. With, <laughs> we'll dub over it with uh, R2 stuff. That's fine. Uh, I shoot D20 with a blaster so we don't have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> right after you said that we would dub over it. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to my original point. He's a Calzerian, which, if you've never met a Calzerian before, they're a special type. This is a galaxy full of crazy aliens. I've seen my share of crazy aliens. Okay, just, just so you know, he gets off on, you know, the image that he presents to people. So do I. Who doesn't? But don't let it fool you. He's a dangerous type. I think I can handle myself. Fair enough. Uh, so we approach the outside of this building. What, uh, what, What's on the outside? So um, th- from the outside, like, he, it's, it looks like a legitimate, like, warehousing facility that mm-hmm. people can house things um but we would all uh anyone who's a smuggler as tris would explain uh 
there's no there's no laws on this planet. Right. So like having a warehouse is a big deal on this planet because like any time that he's keeping it safe, he's keeping it safe with his security. Right. So loaded up with security, like there's tons of guards on premise. People know that it's dependable and trustworthy because they also know that he's kind of a psychopath and you don't want to cross a psychopath. Right. Um so there's people coming obviously to trade. There's people coming obviously to store goods. Um there's people coming with like I guess like carts that they would be bringing, unloading the goods from their ships. Cause this is not in an area where you can land ships right. to the warehouse to store things. Um, he's got a front, an office, uh, above the warehouse, like kind of looking down at the floor where he does all of his business in no windows in uh, that office, blast shields on the doors. He's very protective, but there's also like guard stations that outside that we'd have to deal with to go get a meeting yeah, with him there. Like we approach this building and there are some thugs outside. These are not guards that you would see even on Tatooine that with, you know, very regimented people who have clear tasks in front of them. These are thugs that are standing around with guns playing dice. Mm -hmm. We come up to them. Uh, there's a transdotion, uh, a trandotion and just like a big human. What, what kind of dice game are they playing? Do we know? It's basically like a Star Warsy version of craps. So it's got a dice with multiple colors on different sides. And they appear to like also have some jacks on the ground, too, that they're like arguing over and moving around as they rolled the dice. And they've got a series of squares drawn on the ground in chalk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with numbers written in yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. So Trist, we, we kind of like oh, walk up to them and... Uh, like, look at them playing a dice for a second. If I were you, I'd split your sevens. What do you know? You know, take your own chances, but you split your sevens and the odds are with you. You can't be doing any worse than you're doing right now. Shut up! Fine. I'll split sevens. He rolls the dice. Craps out. Or however, like, he does, like, whatever roll he has to roll for that to, like, go poorly for him. <laughs> that bit of advice just cost you your life, stranger. Hey, come on. Dice are dice. You can't blame me. It was the smart move. Also, I've never played this game and I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> now, now, before we get to any sort of violence, uh, we've got business here. And what business could you possibly have? I've never seen your faces before. I've never seen your face before. Are you new? What's that supposed to mean? What do you think it means? It means, are you new to your post here? No, I'm not new. I've been around for a couple months now. <laughs> Do you know Agron? I not know no Agron, but I know of Agron. I'm Agron's friend. I'm Trist Valentine. I've never heard of you before. Agron doesn't talk about me? No, Agron doesn't talk about... He doesn't talk to me at all. Oh. He's, uh, you know, when somebody's on for their first couple of months, like, we don't know... Usually the jumping off point is five months in, so, uh, but you know Agron. Yeah, I know Agron. I mean, I thought, honestly, I was hoping that he'd be here. What, what, is he, Agron's, is he not... Agron's around. He's just not, you know, guarding out here. He's Agron, you know? Look, we're here to talk to Tanner. <laughs> Do you have any idea how many people tell me that they want to talk to Tanner? <sighs> Criffit? <sighs> If Agron were here, Agron could vouch for me. Agron knows that I did a job for Tanner. We need to talk to Tanner. 
<sighs> Hold on. And you should have split your sevens. That was the smart move. I split my sevens and crapped out. You know what? That was your dice roll. Okay, it is still a luck-based game. Now that I'm looking at it, I'm seeing that I think I understand You've the rules. You've never played before. I don't know what the game is, but all games are essentially the same base game, and you should have split your sevens. That is a terrible theory. This is nothing like Sabak. Is splitting your sevens a move in this game? It is. It is a move. I'll admit that. All right. Well, apology accepted. <laughs> hey, Agron, uh, we got some spacer here. Goes by the name of Valentine. Says he knows you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Aggie. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, yeah, he, he'll walk out of the warehouse. Uh, what does Agron look like, Johnny? Oh, he's um, he's wearing, like, a helmet. But a desert military kind of helmet okay. that goes like around and it's it's unstrapped. He's wearing like normal ca- like camo pants. Mm-hmm. He just looks like a soldier right. and, uh, in in a green tank top, like an army green tank top, and he is jacked. And he's he's a Twi'lek. Cool. Ooh, he's a Twi'lek. Jacked too. up Twi'lek. Jacked up Twi'lek. Oh man, Gross. I've never seen that before. Uh, yeah, Agron comes out and like Trist kind of uh, throws his arms wide, big grin on his face. Aggie, uh, he shoot. He pulls out his gun and shoots at your feet. Uh, uh, Trist like jumps back. Is like, okay, okay. I deserve that. I deserve that. Okay? What did you do? Uh, back to pulls. No, pulls no, 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 no. We're all good. Back to we're all good. Lenik, power down the shot glove. Okay. Ow. <laughs> everybody. I didn't mean to turn them on. Everybody is fine here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Everyone will be as soon as you hightail it out of here. Okay, now that's not fair. You're alive because of me. Yeah, I also almost died because of you. Okay, yes. I threw a spear into your chest. Yeah, you did. I did that. Yeah. But they would have killed you if they didn't think that you were already dead. Okay? So in a way, Agron, I saved your life and you owe me. Search yourself right now and know that it's true. I can't stay mad at you. How's the chest? I am so sorry about that, by the way. Oh, no, now there's just a hole that goes straight through. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> you know what? That was the luckiest throw of my life. I was aiming for a leg. I wanted a graze. I wanted a graze. Uh, I heard that you didn't die, though. No, well, hey, the proof's in the pudding, <laughs> right? You got out of it okay. Yeah. Can you believe that throw? That was crazy. 400 meters. <laughs> well, 400 meters up. I mean, come on. It wasn't my, it wasn't my arm that took it. It was the, it was gravity did most of the work yeah, for you, me. Yeah, you dropped a spear onto me. Whew. So, I guess, I guess nice to meet you, stranger. Agron, uh, this is Bacta, uh, one of my new traveling companions. Um, no spear wounds yet. <laughs> I think I can fix that. Bacta, what's that short for? Bactifer? Uh, actually, that's the whole name. Oh, like a uh, Madonna type. Yeah, yeah, like ma- like the famous smuggler Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a uh, Lena Gilo, uh, bounty hunter by trade. Oh, Lena Gilo, bounty hunter by trade. I feel like I've uh, heard that name before. Oh, uh, maybe I don't. I don't know. I. Uh, it's been. A, it's been. Yeah, I mean, you were working with Bosk. You must have. Kind of a reputation. Yeah, kind of, kind of. It's been a crazy uh, year, you know? <laughs> I know Agron from uh, back in my uh, freelancing days. Uh, we both did a job where he was in charge of it for uh, for Tanner. Um, we were running stolen goods, uh, got kind of caught up 
stealing the goods in a warehouse. Um, He dropped a spear on my chest. I I hightailed it out of there. But to my credit, they were going to kill you um, until I dropped that spear on your chest. And I got away with all the goods, so... Who's complaining? Well, I mean, certainly not Tanner, which is kind of why we're here. We need a meeting. Any chance that we can get in to see him? <sighs> you know how hard that is. Hey, did Tanner's daughter not get her birthday gift on time because of us? Because of me? Okay? Yeah, she did. She did. Those My Little Space Pony dolls were out of stock, okay? Yeah, I there was know. no way to get those. I was there. Trist brought you that plan. Trist executed that plan. Trist did drop a spear through your chest, and he apologizes for that. And I, I believe you got my letter, correct? Yeah, I did. Okay, it well, was very thoughtful. No, see, did someone? Did you dictate it? I. Why would you ask that? I don't know. Just the handwriting was really nice, and I assumed that you would not be able to read. I. <laughs> I had someone. I had. I had someone help me. I she you know I, my handwriting's terrible so yeah because it's it's your signature an X. Can we can we get in to see Tanner? Look, I'll do what I can, but you know it's not me. If it were up to me, you would be Tanner. Wow, that's that's big of you, Agron. Honestly, somebody dropped a spear through my chest. No matter how nice the letter was, no matter how much it saved my life, I wouldn't be as good of a guy as you are. Well, yeah, you, I'm actually kind of blown away by this whole situation. You should have been there for the spear drop. It's all water under the bridge now. Okay. Well, that, that's great. Yeah, we. anything that you could do. I mean, I, I'm, I'm ex-military. He's a bounty hunter. We've got skills, uh, and we could put them to use. We're looking for work. I know one job. Anything. We need something. Back to... Mm-mm. I mean, What's we're not job? desperate. What's the job? What would the big? Is there a crime family that runs stuff on this, or is it completely? Oh, it's lawless? completely lawless. But there are probably crime. There families. are crime families that have stakes in here, but like nobody. This is the huts. Does. Yeah, yeah. This is not hut controlled, so you can feel free to go crazy. There is one thing, but uh, I'll let him explain it to you. Thanks. It's it means a lot. Uh, so he leads us inside this warehouse. Uh, there's a lot of goods. Like, there are some crates that are full of spice. Somebody's doing inventory on that. Uh, there are weapons lying around, and there is a small collection of ships. Uh, this is definitely prime real estate. Uh, you sort of ran with this guy back in the day. This place is a lot larger, and there are a lot more people working here, Trist. He takes you up the stairs to this sort of overseer's office. As we um, are approaching, like, the office, like, walking on the walkway towards this overseer's office, because it's kind of, like, down a long pathway, mm-hmm. we see uh, Tanner come out of the office, and he's, like, got his arm around a, a very frightening-looking, a frightened-looking uh, human that he's talking to. The human's got a smuggler's vest on, so we know he's a smuggler. Um, and... Uh, he's like smiling, um, this big toothy yellow, uh, smile and, or no, they have black teeth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Black this teeth. big black toothy, uh, like grin on his face. And the guy looks terribly frightened. 
and you know Tanner gives him like we can pick up on it like don't worry about it there will be plenty of opportunities for you to redeem yourself and the guy's like thank you Tanner you don't know what it means to me and he's like please please don't mention it and then he grabs the guy by his like uh, uh collar and throws him off the balcony and he like just falls you know two stories and lands in like a broken pile on the ground that is if you survive the fall uh we all kind of like stop like mid-step like it, it that like that gives us all a pause and then tanner like looks up and sees us all son of a bantha well, if my eyes don't deceive me, is oh that Trist Valentine? All right, everybody. Why didn't you tell me that he looks like a scary monster? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lena, I tried to warn you, buddy. <laughs> Tanner! <laughs> Valentine, how the hell are you? Oh I could have sworn you was dead. No, 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 no. Not dead yet. Not dead yet. Uh, <laughs> still very much alive and uh Trist like looks over the side and sees like the guy who's on the ground like pick himself up um and his like arm and leg are both like badly broken. People are like helping him away. Alive and kicking. <laughs> well, well, well. Agron, weren't you remarking to me just last week that you wanted to see this man's head served to you on a silver platter? <laughs> yeah, maybe I was. Maybe, maybe I was. Honestly, that probably has more to do with uh, Agron's love of silver and platters. <laughs> or maybe it's because you threw a spear clean through my chest. Hey, we talked about this, okay? I apologized like a man. Valentine, Valentine, you know I'm a merciful man. I am a man who likes to give second chances. The wailing cries <laughs> of the guy He's like, yeah. down below. He, like, has a punctured lung, and he's, like, breathing, like, wheezing through his lung. Now, you see, if that man manages to recover, he's going to have a job here. And, you know, just like you, you did good work for us before you threw a spear for through my man's chest. Hey, but, um, you know, uh, Kala, she got her My Little Space Pony. How is Kala? Kala is doing just fine. And you see, like, there's a crack in the door to the office. Poking way through is, what is this race called again? Uh, they are, hold on, I have it. Oh, I wrote it down. Uh, Calzerian. Yeah. Peeking through is a woman who looks to be about 18, who is a Calzerian woman. Oh, um, and we also did not describe what a Calzerian looks like. Yeah. So why don't, why don't you uh, give us a description of what this woman looks like, Trist? Can we go back and describe what yeah, Tanner looks like? Let's, describe Tanner. Yeah. So, uh, when we, I, well, mm -hmm. who knows what? Yeah. So Tanner is a, a Calzerian and the Calzerians are uh, roughly approximately human, uh, human. They're like near humans, basically. The difference is their skin is, uh, very, it's like gray, like dusky gray and it's very leather, like kind of like bat skin and they have black teeth and yellow eyes. Tanner especially uh, gets off on this like evil image that he puts off. Um, he wears a black duster and a black cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. um, he also like uh, st styles himself as a like bandit king and kind of dresses and acts the part. Um, his daughter Kala is uh, half Calzerian, half human, um, and she's got like 
very striking features of uh like she's very she's very pretty mm-hmm. um she has none of her father's like intense evil features her eyes are like a very soft yellow um her skin is a very very pale gray it's like it's 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 a lot finer than her father's skin it's not it's not like um uh, and coarse leathery, and leathery yeah. um her teeth are like in the, they're black teeth because that's what they all, yeah, have, what black they all teeth, have black teeth. But like hers aren't severe. She doesn't have like the uh, like canines that are like the vampire canines. Right. It looks like, a, and she also like doesn't show her teeth off. She she like smiles without her teeth because she's kind of self conscious about them. Um, but she looks very much like she got whatever her human mother's uh, characteristics are. Uh, so like goes goes back to uh Tanner. You'd be do you'd do best to pay her into never mind Valentine. Besides, I might have some work for you. We're here for business. Yeah. Now as you can see, I run a tight ship here. I got a lot of goods moving through. Nobody is gonna hit us in the warehouse. Problem is, there's a little bit of piracy in this region, and I feel like I have been unduly affected by said piracy. So, I need to uh, send someone out to be a strong arm to act on behalf of the Langley Corporation. Do you think you can do that, Valentine? Hey, this is the arm that threw a spear 400 meters through uh, one of my best friend. And I, hey, I mean that, Agron. One of my best friend's chests. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I think that we're up to the challenge. You tell us who's hitting you, and uh, we'll hit him back. Oh, that's the that's a tricky thing. I don't know exactly who's hitting me, but I know where they're hitting me from. Uh, he uh motions you into a, to follow him into his office. Um, and like opening the door like silently is uh Kala, who like sort of is like looking at you and very focused on you, Trist. Um. As he like brings you over to the hollow table, um, as as he's walking in, I I kind of turn to uh, back to Lenik. This is going way better than I thought it would. I don't want to be in the room with that scary monster. I cannot imagine how you thought this was going to go, and why you would lead us here if you I, thought it would go. He honest, is literally a terrifying this. monster. Honestly, I forgot about that whole Agron thing until right as we got here. <laughs> I I remember it. Selectively, as a job well done, playing it back, there were some bumps. Uh, there's a breeze that blows through, like an open g- garage-type door, and you hear wind blow through. It whistles as it blows through the hole in his chest. Anywho, and so we head into the room. Yeah. Uh, darling, why don't you get these fine gentlemen some tea? Or calf? Is it calf? Tea, tea please. Yeah, whatever's uh, clever. I'll be fine. I've never said that before. <laughs> Valentine, I like your style. Uh, bring Valentine and the boys a beer, a tea, space beer. Tea's fine. A uh, space beer is fine. I nudge you in the ribs. Ow! Well, <laughs> Colin nods real quick. Yes, Daddy. Um, and she heads. She heads out. Why does um, he smile so much? Uh, he, he, like you're clearly in an area where he can't hear you um oh, as he's typing into to like a map of the city so here's our launch point now we happen to do runs all over this place uh 
most of uh, our income these days is transporting on planet port to port uh, simply because if money is coming anywhere in this region, it's got to go through us. We control most of the layovers uh, between here and Tatooine. Now, this patch of desert here, it's got some ruins in it, some old temple or what have you. Oh, God, his fingernails are carved into spikes. <laughs> they are long, uh, 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 yellow, and fined to, like, claws. Oh, yeah. my God. And he has uh, tattoos on his fingers of skulls from all the different races of people that he has murdered. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> there are so many Rodians. <laughs> there are, like, eight Rodian skulls. <laughs> um temple ruins huh yeah yeah some folks have holed up in it uh used to be like active probably not too long ago but uh some uh some people came through whopped it out you know yeah bandits love repurposing old ruins like this it's a perfect holding up point not surprised exactly and i need some folks to go over there on behalf of me and you know just uh put a little bit of Fear a Langley into okay. him. Fear we can do. Yeah, I don't care uh, if you got to kill anybody. I don't care if you got to break anything. But I need at least one survivor to tell the story. And Valentine, I've never known you to do this unless it was to an ally. And he turns uh, to Agron shortly, gives him a look. But, uh, I need you to make it pretty brutal. Trist, who normally isn't caught off guard by things like this, um, kind of like winces a little bit at pretty brutal, but doesn't otherwise. Uh, maybe maybe back to Linux saw it, but um, mm-hmm. uh, certainly Tanner did not. Doesn't otherwise like miss a beat. I know how you do business, Tanner. Trust me, this will be up to your standard. Well, that's great. Seeing as how we have all that out of the way, how about... Uh... You boys uh, enjoy a space beer and then get the hell out of here. We would love to. Uh, So coming back into the room is Kala. She's like looking around at people uh, and like giving them their space beer. The last person that she gives a space beer to is Trist. Yeah, Trist grabs the uh, space beer and not wanting to ignore the instructions of pay her no never mind um like barely makes eye contact and kind of just gives her a curt nod uh when she hands lenik his space beer he <laughs> looks up at her and it's the first time he sees her and she's not a scary monster no so he uh, it makes him kind of nervous mm-hmm. and when he grabs the beer like their fingers brush and he like <laughs> he he like kind of Freaks out and and then like looks down real quick. So, I don't want to be the one who's the bearer of bad news, uh, but we are in between ships at the moment, <laughs> and uh, we'd love to do this job for you, but we need some sort of transportation in order to you know get out there. Is this a twist off? My hands are sweaty and I can't tell. Uh, no, don't worry. That's a, that's a, actually just a tab. Let me get that. It doesn't oh, look, like, doesn't <laughs> look like you got no fingernails. <laughs> well, no, it's the suction cups. Sticky, sticky fingers. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. 
Nice to see you again, Tristan. Uh, yeah, as Bacta was saying, um, <laughs> we don't really have a way out there right now. So you're coming to me, asking me for work, and you're telling me that you don't even got a ship? I mean, technically speaking, that's the way that this has gone. But I, I feel like that's a very sim- simplistic way of kind of offering a broad overview of what the situation is. I think this monster can read minds. Don't <laughs> lie to him. I mean, what I would say, what I would say in the situation that I'm in now, and what I will be saying currently, is that given the proper transportation, we are more than capable of eliminating your problem. Okay. I'll think... I think Trist just laid it out there. We need a ship. Now, it doesn't have to be a Norse one. We just need to get there. You see Tanner sort of like stroking his temples a little bit. Uh, Agron is like kind of, he's kind of like laughing at the situation. Uh, he's, Trist's audacity like knows no bounds. When he laughs, it's a chesty laugh and you, little like, you can hear little p- puffs of air coming out of his hole. Did you never get that lung sewn up? That's not a lung. No, it's It's a straight up hole. It's healed clean through. It's skin all the way around. No internal organs. Okay. Just just put your finger right in there. It's fine. Oh, I think I'm fine. I put holes in all my shirts at the exact spot where that is. Tweelic bodies are different. (laughs) Tweelic bodies have just tons of open space. Yeah. Mostly hollow bodies. Very efficient organs. Okay. Uh,. Tanner strokes his temples. All right, Valentine. I think I can do something for you. It's not going to be interplanetary because I know you. You know, I like you, but I know you. That's a smart call. Yeah. Uh, I'm a a ship thief. We were going to steal the ship. We were going to steal it. All right. I, I mean, we weren't going to steal your ship. We were going to steal any ship we got our hands oh, on. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got sticky fingers. Boy, why don't you calm down? And he, like, puts his claw. Ah! It's the hand with all the Rodian skulls tattooed on it. Oh, my God. I kind of grab Lenix's shoulder and ah! kind of spin him, spin him away. <laughs> Trust me. This guy's got ice water in his veins. He's the best bounty hunter in the business. Worked for Cad Bane. All right, all right. I think I can part ways for an airspeeder. You say you worked with Cad Bane? Yes, sir. That's pretty impressive. Thank you. I I worked up quite the reputation. That's some company you keep there, Valentine. You know me. I only work with the best. All right. I got an airspeeder for you. And again, it's not going to be much in a fight, but it'll get you there. You're going to have to be careful on your own. <laughs> Don't worry. Being careful is my middle name. That'll be Tristan being careful, Valentine. Yeah, I've never heard it said at long form like that, but yes, I guess that would technically, yes. Tristan being careful, Valentine. My middle name's Longhorn. So, that airspeeder. Yeah, yeah, uh... I got I got the airspeeder for you, but uh, you're going to need to go to another warehouse to get it. It's across town, one okay. of my smaller places. Can we have a speeder to get to that warehouse? All right, we'll walk. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, so he gives you basically a storage locker key for something across town. As you're on your way out, Kala, Kala catches up to you guys. Hey, what, what was that in there? Uh, I felt like, you know, I haven't seen you in a couple of years. Hey, uh, Tris like looks around to see mm-hmm. if anyone's around watching. Agron's gone as well, I'm assuming. Yeah, every, yeah. Every, everyone's got, like, you're sort of exiting, like, you're not quite to the door guards yet. Um, yeah, Tris kind of, like, uh, like looks around um, both ways and kind of uh, uh, grabs her by the wrist and, like, pulls her, like, behind some boxes or, or crates mm-hmm. of some sort. I'm so sorry. Your dad scares the crit out of me. Yeah, he's, he's sort of like that to, for everyone. Uh, I seem to shook up your friend over here. Uh, yeah. When I said that he has ice water in his veins, I mean he's constantly at unease and that it feels real creepy. He's got creepy crawling cold feelings all over his body. You right. didn't really you didn't really uh uh run with Cad Bane, did you? That's real that's real impressive. Well no, I that that was that was true. It wasn't a big deal. So wow. uh, she, she puts a hand on your shoulder. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no need to be so nervous around me. I, I, I know Daddy likes to put on airs, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm just a girl. I don't think he's putting on airs. I think he's really a giant, terrifying space monster. Yeah. Uh, he plays the image, but I honestly don't think he would have thrown that guy off the balcony if he had seen us coming. <laughs> yeah, Daddy does like to show off. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> True. It's, it's certainly not behavior that. All would want in somebody uh, that all was hanging around with very often. Anyway, Cal, I I'm apologize about earlier. This thing that your dad's getting us doing, how bad is it? I mean, he's real upset about it, but obviously it's not been a top priority for him. Uh, otherwise, he would have sent, you know, regular folk out to do it. Uh, thing is... We didn't take it too seriously at first because, honestly, piracy is part of the business. Sure. You know, we got hit enough. We missed a couple big jobs. We don't have the money to hire regular bounty hunters right now. So if you guys don't do this, we're in real trouble because we're not going to be able to raise funds to do regular runs. Oh, I think this is targeted. Someone's doing this on purpose. I had no idea. You guys were... That hard up. Good contact. I mean... No, if we have him over a barrel, that could be... This takes no a offense, lot. No offense, Kala, but good for us. I'm not going to... No, he's too scary. I'm not going to do that. I mean, he's not going to take kindly to anyone trying to take advantage, and I wouldn't want to see anything happen to you or your companions. You're I, a sweet kid. I wouldn't want... I, will, I wouldn't want to see anything either. Tristan, just, just do the job. It shouldn't be too bad. I mean, these people have hit, but, like, it's mostly, you know, Flash. that They haven't sent back any bodies. Oh, really? Yeah. I, no, no one here gets paid enough to risk their lives for anything. If you're outgunned, you stand down and keep the ship. They haven't tried what? this. What? Yeah. If you're outgunned, you stand down. And they were outnumbered. What? They were outnumbered. They dumped part of the cargo, finished the run, come back with less money than they would have otherwise. Pirates here don't just take everything. They skim a little off the top. Well, I don't know how it's done here on Sakuroro. 
but that's not the way Trist Valentine does business. Well, I hear you've been working for the Huts. That's mighty different. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've picked up a few things from the Huts. I'll tell you, Daddy is probably going to want this done Hut style, you know. You leave only one survivor and make it messy. Well, Daddy, and Trist points to himself, only does it Hut style. You're 18, right? Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, that I'm was 18. fine. That was fine for me to say. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't don't worry about us. We'll get the job done. Okay. We just wanted to know if we're not walking into a trap, because I really just don't have any idea of how sore your dad still is. He's not going to waste one of his air speeders on proving a point to you. He'd just throw you off the balcony or something onto you after you walk down off the balcony. Do you have another exit? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we should get going, Kala. Thanks. Be careful. Both of you. And I guess you. <laughs> no, it's okay. We haven't really interacted much. Um, Dax is the strong, silent type. I assume. I just met him a couple of yeah, days we, ago. Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of just working things out. But it was uh, nice to meet you, Carla. Nice to nice to be here. As you guys walk out of the exit, a spear drops down like next to you, <laughs> <laughs> right in front of Lenik as he is about to walk out the door. Ah! Uh, Agron's a joker. He's a joker, that one. I think he's actually really mad at you. I can't believe he had a spear on hand. (laughs) It was weird that I found one in the first place. (laughs) It was a spear warehouse. So then it wasn't weird that you found one. I didn't know it was a spear warehouse. (laughs) Let's just get to the air speeder. Um, And you guys exit the warehouse. You got... Basically, what is a key to a storage locker uh, somewhere, you know, in this uh, sprawl that that is this city. Do we know exactly where we're going? You you know, generally, because, like, you've been here before, but this place changes so frequently. New stuff gets built up on top of old stuff. That's basically how this place functions. Also, a lot of it is, like, very temporary. Like, it's, like, tents and stuff like that. Like, having a building, a warehouse like this is kind of an impressive feat because it means that you have roots here, which a lot of people don't put down roots here. All right. Well, it looks like we're um, getting our land speeder. Everyone try not to die on the way there, okay? Don't look at anyone cross. Don't steal anything. I'm not going to steal anything. Okay. It's basically the lecture that we got when we went to Tatooine with uh, with the rest of the platoon. Is this place really that worse? Uh, yeah. This place is that worse. You just saw a man throw another man off of a balcony. I'm going to say Because I think he wanted to make unusual. a point. Exactly. And Tatooine? Tatooine? I mean, they're wrong buildings high enough to have balconies i feel like that's the only thing slowing him down i mean tatooine is not that type of place okay it's not the type of place you just go into a bar you know uh push somebody and then get your arm chopped off okay this is tatooine's a civilized place for the most part i feel like you're real defensive of tatooine which is not a great place. Tatooine's a fine place, okay? It's a safe place. It's not the type of place that you're just going to go into a bar, sit across the s- from someone, and end up shot dead, okay? That's not the type of place that Tatooine is. Gilo, you got to weigh in on this Tatooine thing. Is Tatooine a safe place? Tatooine is a terrible place, Ugh. but it's better than this planet. Here we go. Thank See? you. 
Tatooine is a great place. Okay. It's not the type of place where a bounty hunter just shows up in your house and tells you he's going to fill your butt with money, okay? <laughs> Tatooine is a fine, safe place. He's very specific. That's a real thing that happened to me. <laughs> Someone said he was going to fill your butt with money? Okay, so we need to go was to the other... expression? Well, not that I've ever heard or that I've used since. Uh, we have to go to the other so side wait, of town. You actually filled your butt with money. Wait. Does your butt still have money in it? I'm do we not even the, need to do this? I'm looking at the key to this locker, and it says that we need to go west. So I believe west is the direction that we're headed. Okay. Oh, you know what? That's west. West? Yeah, west. The opposite of west? Star Wars. Wait a minute. This key doesn't have anything written on it. There's south, south, <laughs> west, and west. Star Wars. Canaan. <laughs> Um, we head, we head towards the, uh, the storage locker and we have to cut through, I'm going to say we have to cut through like the central market, like the bazaar mm-hmm. uh, part of this place, which is just, that's like, can changes every day with what set up tents, you know, uh, Who's where, yeah, outdoor like, vendors, things like that. There are these different little stalls set up, but they argue over who gets what space when sure. they arrive in the mornings. Um, oh, look at this. All kinds of... It's a trick shop. Like yeah. Practical jokes and stuff. We have no money, Gila. Look, it's, it's fake, fake banta poo. It's fake Why? voodoo. It's don't, fake voodoo. That's don't hilarious. Touch, don't Why touch... Why would you have that? What would you want that? That's funny for a practical joke. Yeah, you think it's funny, I right? think it's hilarious. Oh, this man has a very good sense of humor. Uh, you come here. I have, I have a good thing for you. Okay. Uh, I hope it's free because I don't have any money. Eh! Get out of here. No. I've got no use for your type around here. You'll come back when you have credits. I will, and I'll buy something real cool. Well, I hope you'll follow through on that promise. I, w- I 100% will. Oh, good. Excuse me, I couldn't help but overhearing. Yeah? Did you say you don't have any credits to yeah, spend? Yeah, that's what I said. Then get out of here. This is a place for people with credits. Okay, I'm just... I mean, I'm looking so that next time I, when I come back, when I do have credits, it I know exactly where me. to go. Did I hear that you do not have any credits? But yeah, that's uh, that's what you heard. I am. Uh, you should leave broke. because <laughs> we all want to sell goods well, yeah, for I credits. That. I understand so, that you're not. You pardon me. Yeah. Did I overhear that you don't have any credits? Uh, yeah, you you actually did. Hey, let me let me explain what this no, is. No, I understand. What this is a bazaar yeah, of merchants who exchange goods I know, for credits. I know credits. how commerce works. Oh, so you do know how commerce yeah, works? Yeah, I do. What are you doing here? Yes, please leave. You I'm have just... no right to be here if you don't have credits. You've never been somewhere and just not bought something. Trist and Bacta are like. A block and a half up, and there's just four uh, different races of people that are like, waiting on a line, quartering you to talk about commerce. Guys, wait up! <laughs> we turn around. Lady, where were Lady, you? Be careful. Okay, I, I told am. you to be careful. Hey, I. On the bright side, I stole a bunch of cool stuff. <laughs> you want some? You want some gum? You got? You want some gum? You've got gum. I, you've I, got I, bacta. I hold out the gum, and you you try to take a piece, and then a thing like snaps on your finger. It's trick gum. It's not real gum. <laughs> you stole a bunch of stuff from four separate trick shops yeah. that were like right next to each other. Hey, bacta, do you want a can of peanuts? Space uh, peanuts. Yeah, sure. Okay, here you go. He opens <laughs> it up. Space you were expecting peanuts. a snake, weren't you? <laughs> Oh, no, I was expecting space peanuts, and they are. 
They are delicious. So thank you. We cut back. Where are my space peanuts? <laughs> Emperor Palpatine won't be happy <laughs> that I lost my space peanuts. You were given the space peanuts for the last time. <laughs> you have failed me. <laughs> That's it, Vader. We are out <laughs> of the space peanuts game. No! <laughs> Vina, you shouldn't steal, okay? You don't know how that can affect people. I do. I know Your exactly actions can have repercussions. <laughs> but look at this. My fingers are stuck in this thing. It's crazy. It's a finger trap for your fingers. Well, your fingers have suction cups, so you just need to unsuction them and they'll come out. Yeah, well, just be careful with it because we're going to need you to have both fingers when we... I can get my hand under this anytime I want. Okay. When we both, we're, we when we're look in combat. expectantly at you. <laughs> any, I don't want to now, so I'm not gonna. But anytime that I want to, I could. Fair enough. I will not question that because I hope it is not an issue at all. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Campaign. The crew of the Minoc will be back again next Wednesday. The Campaign Podcast is a joint presentation by Paracosm Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire role-playing game belongs to Lucas Books, and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, may the Force be with you.